friends, I'm Tabby. And I'm Caitlin. And for this week's mini-sode, we are going to be covering the bonus prequel to Pomaces and Pomegranates, which is called Sweet Sin. And then there's also a bonus epilogue. It's a lot. Uh-huh. Like, if you listened to last week's episode, you already know this is a dark book. But somehow, this 16,000-word novella really just blows it out of the water. (laughs) I think it's because it, like, it kind of reiterates how fucked up their, like, the start to their relationship was. So it follows, (laughs) like, the initial, like, encounter between Cal and Elena that is time and time again referenced in Promises and Pomegranates. She is so young. She's 20. She literally was begging him to sleep with her since she turned 18. Like, the moment she turned 18. And And he was like, I get hard every time I think about it. This 18-year-old child. Yeah, it's really, (laughs) it gives us, like, insight into, because, like, her dad had asked him to keep an eye on her. um, He's like, with pleasure. On security cameras. Like, she thinks she is alone in her room, but he has security cameras on her. But he's also doing this while literally gagging some bound man with a bright green dildo until he dies (laughs) (laughs) like not only was he watching her strip in her shower he was multitasking we stand a multitasking king he's getting his work done you know and like as he's shoving this dildo down this man's throat watching her get undressed he's like man i'm fucking hard right now Oh, my God. Uh, And I was like, wow, that's a lot to unpack. It's honestly so fucked up. But it's, like, written in a way that it's, like, so not. It's kind of funny. No, it is. It's humorous. Um, So the thing, too, that I find so funny about, like, reading stuff from Cal's perspective is that, like, before I, the first time I read it, I pictured like this obviously very polished, like reserved man. His inner monologue is fucking wild. Like he is out here just like cracking jokes with his like dry humor and stuff. And I'm like, who are you? He's so desensitized that he makes everything amazing because yeah, he's like it's so like, detached funny. from what he's doing. Um, also, like I for some reason in the prologue of like this novella. Picture him with, like, this crazy, like, Boston accent, whereas with the book itself, I do, like, I don't. He's, like, a a very refined, Mm. like, way of talking. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I assumed that they both kind of had Boston accents, because that's kind of where they're from, but. It just doesn't match his, like, persona. You're right. But that's how I envisioned it. I don't know. (laughs) Which. He very well might not have a Boston accent since that that's not where he actually was like born. Right. Wasn't he like raised in like California? Or am I uh, I don't remember. I don't remember either. Actually. I'm probably making that up. Um <laughs> maybe. Is it because his name's Cal? Um, Cal in California. <laughs> that's not why I thought it. Some other like award worthy <laughs> insane moments. So Elena, like, she leaves her, one of her relatives. Her grandfather's funeral. Oh, it was her grandfather. That's right. So she leaves and 
she leaves with Cal because Cal's like putting his mark on her in front of Mateo because he really sucks. Um, so they get in the car and Elena is trying to seduce this man. <laughs> she straight up just starts started seducing here, touching herself in the passenger seat of his car and then climbs on top of him and is like, yeah, we're going to bang in his car. Um, like, like absolutely just forces herself. Yeah. I was like, girl, it's actually like really cringy. Love yourself a little bit more, please. Um, yeah. And he also just kind of like bites her and drinks her blood for the first time. Like so casually too. And, and like, she was like, I kind of like that. The part that was absolutely like just disgusting to me was later on when like they were getting ready to like actually do it, you know, in her bedroom. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I tore open the mutilated flesh with yeah. my mouth. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I really hated that. Delicious. Well, I hated a lot of it. But what I hated even <laughs> more about their, like, sex scenes, like, because they had sex a few times that night. Yeah, like a bunch. Mm-hmm. And there, this was, I believe, right after he carved the K into her thigh, he, like, took some of that blood on his fingers and then rubbed it on her clit. But you know what's even worse? <laughs> what? <laughs> what's worse? <laughs> Tell me. That's no, not worse. It's like the absolute monstrosity of the sentence. I slurped my own juices off my fingers. Oh. We don't slurp. No, that's worse. We don't refer to that as juices. I don't like that. That's worse. Um, I'll agree with you. That is worse. <laughs> I also thought it was, like, amazing. So this is, like, <laughs> when she had just tried to, like, seduce him in the car. He was like, yeah, okay. And he ties her wrist behind her back and then shoves like, her out of the car. Bondage. Nope, just kidding. <laughs> and she's just like, oh, my God, how embarrassing. And just kind of walks into her house like that. But even better is when he comes back and she was like, no, you tied me up and pushed me out of your car. Get away from me, you monster. And, and then, then immediately to have sex like 18 times. <laughs> yeah, she literally didn't even finish her sentence before they like started getting it on. Um, she was like, how dare you? And he was like, who me? Like, I'm here to bang you. And she's like, OK. Like, if you insist, I guess. <laughs> what Twist my arm. Wild- ride this whole novella is and then like i think we talked about this off camera but like in the bathroom when he pushes into her for the first time like and like it says like her he was grinding her skull into the bathroom mirror i was like oh my god so picture this um she has a black eye right mm-hmm. because her fiance mateo just beat the shit out of her <laughs> yeah and she was like let me cover this with some concealer see if that helps it didn't but then cal was like i'm gonna defend your fucking honor and then takes her to the bathroom slams her head into the mirror <laughs> and she was like fuck yeah carves his initials into her skin and then rips open her already mutilated flesh and it was like i'm gonna drink your blood yeah and i'm gonna treat you like this man never could 
<laughs> I know I could treat you better. And I was like, wow. Is yeah. it just like, what's the di- like? What's the difference? Is it just the attraction? She's like, upgrade. Oh my God. I think Wowzers. it is just the fact that she's actually attracted to Cal. Because it's like, what if she was attracted to Mateo? Would she be like, yeah, like hit me again? Yeah. Well, if she was attracted to Mateo, he probably wouldn't have beat her like that because he. I would- don't know. I don't know either, but I'm assuming that he just like beats her because she won't sleep with him. Because, like, it's just so wild to me. Like, I was like, I'm not abusive, and then proceeds to, like, also beat the shit <laughs> Yeah. But he's like, but she likes it, so it's fine. And she does. I know. She does. She's an interesting gal. One thing I did like, though, <laughs> is that, like, we get to see a little more involvement, like, with, like, with Carmen from mm-hmm. Cal's perspective. Because, again, it just really highlights, like, her kind of setting up the web that she does care about her daughter and, like, she doesn't want her, like, tainted by Cal, when yeah. now we know, like, it was simply jealousy. Yeah, and I also like that it kind of, it helps to, like, really clear up the fact that he has nothing but hatred for her in his heart, because... You weren't sure at first. You weren't sure. We never really, like, knew, like, okay, does he actually hate her? Or Elena even said, like, the line between Or is he just a jilted lover? Yeah, exactly. So I think it, like, really clears up the fact that he's like, no. I want this woman to be dead. And it's like, okay. That's it's fair. like, yeah, I love that for everyone involved. <laughs> Me too, actually. Killer. I wish you just do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, But that's pretty much all the novella was. <laughs> yeah. Was just was. leading up to this one important night that will be referenced 50 times in the actual book, but never talked about. And you know, it was really an eventful night. So I get why they talked about it a lot. The first read through, I was like, yeah, this is the shit. And then reading it again, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> it's, um, there are parts of it that I did kind of, in, like, I enjoy. think I forgot about them. Like, I think I forgot about some parts, and then I read it again, and I was like, oh. No, ultimately, it was very scary, but <laughs> the part that I thought was, like, just amazing is the fact that Mateo, at one point, is, like, knocking on her door, and they're just still having sex. And I just, like, I thought that was, like, no, that's hilarious. Great for her because she was like, yeah, like, fuck you. That's a fucking queen move. Yeah. For sure. Any day of the week. Yeah. So I liked that part. And that's about it. I have, like, conflicting feelings about the epilogue that she also released because it's like, I, like I, I said in the, in last week's episode, I love the relationship between Cal and mm-hmm. Riley. I do too. I think it's so, so sweet. I love that they talked about it in the epilogue, the extended epilogue, and that, you know, they touched on him, like, helping her and, like, trying to protect her as much as he can in his own way. But then, like, turns around and is like, yeah, I'm going to go impregnate my wife really quick, BRB. Yeah. I'm not surprised. I'm just disappointed. Like It felt like such a regression of character. Yeah. But it's not. It's not because, like, they never actually, like, turned into more reasonable. No. <laughs> no, they never learned. People. But I really, like, again, we've just talked about before, like, we don't like pregnancy tropes. We don't like babies and epilogues. And so it's like, like, it felt children like in general. doubling down. <laughs> I actually hate children. No, I, I do love children. I just don't want them in my books. Um, 
Stay out of my literature. <laughs> I love children. I just want to forget that they exist while I'm reading. <laughs> Super casual. I really just like, I feel like it was kind of doubling down on the one thing that I personally like don't like in epilogues. And so that's probably why I really didn't like it that much. Again, it just, to me, it felt like him being like, let's see if I can do it again. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, well, that's not really a reason. But to then have a Elena child. was like, yeah, let's do it. Like, let's have a million babies running around here. And I was like, okay, okay. I guess. Like, they're they're happy. Yeah, I yeah, absolutely. It's like let them be freaks in their own house and whatever. What I think is wild though is that they do continue to act like that even while she's pregnant. Like they continue to do like these absolutely crazy things to each other. And it's like that can't possibly be healthy. Well, no worries. He's a doctor. He's a doctor, yeah. But like also it's <laughs> like you have children in your home now. <laughs> you yeah, they were like heathens. <laughs> He was like, don't wake the baby or we won't be able to, like, make another one. Fucking. And she was like, you're so right. Like, oh, God. Gross, gross, gross. <laughs> anyway, now, I love parents, that book. Parents, really you good. deserve to get a little freaky. Um, I'm sorry that you have to consider. Like, sorry your baby's ruining your sacrificial, like, cult <laughs> sex ritual. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry that you're, um, like, paganistic, like blood sacrifice is being ruined by the the child that you so like desperately wanted conceive anyway really great epilogue love that she actually did this for like i think it was for like a charity thing wow really giving back to the community with this one sab oh yeah Um, in multiple ways multiple ways love that she did it i'm glad that we got to see what happened that night and get some closure there still wild but what are you gonna do it's for sure like again not for everyone but (laughs) at least reading the book itself is necessary to enjoy the series but you could probably if you're not super into the first book you could probably skip the prequel and the epilogue so join us next week we're going to be starting uh the mindfuck series by st abby so there's a few novellas we're splitting it in half we're covering the first three next week Yes, and then um, after that, we're going to be doing a mini-sode where we're discussing anti-heroes and morally gray characters in the media. Go ahead and start reading on the Mindfuck series. We will talk to you next week, and as always, let's get lit. Bye.